0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اللهم علمنا بما ينفعنا ونفعنا بما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم ارنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وارنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه اما بعد uh, last week we discussed as-salm or as-salaf mentioned that as-salm or as-salaf two terms that are used by the fuqaha, by the jurists. And originally in the Arabic language, as-salaf is used by the people of the Hijaz, and as-salam is used by the people of Iraq. As-salaf is used by the people of Iraq, and as-salam is used by the people of Hijaz. Both are terminologies used in the books of the fuqaha, but primarily they use the word as-salam. The word that has come in the ahadith, of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa is as من أسلف في شيء فليسلف في المعلوم وكيل المعلوم إلى أجل Hadith uh, of Abu Hurairah Ibn Abbas, excuse me, للصيحين So As-salam uh, Last week We went over some of the conditions And there are some other conditions That the author mentions and To differentiate between both conditions We have to understand the pillars. Usually the conditions come first, and the pillars come later, right? Because conditions come before the act, and pillars are within the act, all right? But here we're gonna have to do the pillars to understand the difference between both conditions. So what are the pillars of As-Salam? Arkanu As-Salam are five. The pillars of As-Salam are five, all right? This first pillar, will tell you something, that it is very imperative for a person to understand terminologies. Without terminologies, alright, it's gonna be very hard to understand. The first pillar is called Muslim. Now, the first pillar is called what? Muslim. Here, is it referring to an average Muslim? No. It's referring to the buyer, the one that's buying the products that person is known as a Muslim. Last week we discussed, we discussed the word as Salaf. We mentioned that in Bab al in the chapter of transactions, as Salaf does not refer to the pious predecessors. It's referring to this act of transaction that is known as as Salam. Same thing, the pillars of as Salam, the first pillar is a Muslim, and that is the buyer. And it's not referring to the person who adheres to the religion of Islam. So you can call a non-Muslim a Muslim. Alright, that's a little tricky question for y'all. When does a non-Muslim become a Muslim? Ain't that? right or wrong? When he is the buyer. And it's not referring to the actual religion. Understood? It's referring to the person who's buying in the act of a seller. The second pillar is Muslim Ilayhi. And that is the seller. The one who owns the farm of dates. Alright, the seller is called Muslimun ilehi, Alright, Muslimun ilayhi that is the second pillar. And the third pillar is Muslimun fihi. Muslimun fihi is the actual product that is being bought. So for example, alright, somebody buys 10,000 kilograms of dates for the summer of 2020. alright the buyer is mahmoud and the seller is yasser all right so yasser is he the muslim or is he the muslimun ilayhi yasser is the seller mahmoud is the buyer who is the muslim and who is the muslimun ilayhi the muslim is who mahmoud the muslimun ilayhi is yasser and muslimun Fihi is what are the dates all right so the first pillar is the Muslim, second pillar is Muslimun fi or Muslimun ilayhi, and the third pillar is Muslimun fihi. The fourth pillar is Ra'sul Mal. Ra'sul Mal is the amount of money that is being paid. And as will come up, when the contract is being signed, the person has to pay the money up front if it is is as-salam. As far as al istisna', we'll come to that later. We discussed a bit of istisna' last week. We'll get to that later, insha'Allah ta'ala. So, as-salam, alright? That's five pillars. The first is a Muslim. Muslim ilayhi, Muslimun fihi. And the fourth one is Rasul man, the capital, the money that is being used to buy the product. You must pay ahead of time. 10,000 kilograms for $2,000, for example. Alright? That 2,000 is the fourth pillar. And the fifth pillar is called as-seeghah. Who remembers what a seeghah is? From the first the beginning when we discussed Al-Buyur, what is al-sigha It's one of the three pillars of Al-Buyur, transactions The third pillar and We said al al-sigha has two types, correct? Al-Ijab wal-Qabool Alright, Al-Ijab wal-Qabool Al-Ijab means accepting Al-Ijab means asking al kabul means accepting And we said there are two types of sighas right? Right? We also mentioned there's another two types of seerah, and that is verbal and written. Okay? So either it has to be written or it has to be verbal. We, we mentioned that the shafi'is are very, very strict when it comes to this. Alright? Remember, we said in the chapter of transactions, the shafi'is are extremely strict when it comes to a seerah. You literally have to say, I will buy. Alright? And the other person has to say, I will sell. And if that doesn't happen, that transaction is invalid according to the Shafi'is. I don't think this has ever been practiced. This is, so what is known as bay'ul al-Mu'ata is when you literally hand the money and you pick up the product, you go to a gas station, you buy, you know something you cut co- No, that's invalid according to the Shafi'is. A lot of Shafi'is later on they say if it's something simple like going to a gas station or something simple, then it's okay. But if something large like buying a car, real estate, or so on and so forth, you have to have a verbal... Or written agreement. Okay. Well, guess what? In As-Salam, they're even more strict. They're even what? More strict? Assalamu Alaikum. As-Salam. We'll get to your question, inshallah. In as they're more even more strict. Not only can you do you all have to have a verbal or written agreement. You actually have to use the exact word As-Salam to or as left to. You have to use the exact word, either salaf or salaf. If you don't use those two words, it is absolutely invalid. Alright, to the point that Imam Al-Mawardi, who was a great scholar of fiqh from the 5th century, passed through in the year 450, wrote one of the greatest books in al-Siyasah al Islamic politics. It's called Al-Ahkām al sultaniyya wal-Wilayat al diniyya It's printed in one thick volume. He also wrote many other books. All right, from the books that he wrote is Al-Hawi, which is an underrated book in Fiqh, very underrated in comparative uh, Fiqh. All right, the reason why it's underrated because it's very early, but it has a lot of different opinions that you won't mention, that you won't find in other books because it's an early book, relatively speaking, to the other books that came later on, like to the likes of Al-Mughni and Al-Majmu' and so on and so forth. Al-Mawardi, although He had Mu'tazili meanings. When it comes to fiqh, he was a scholar in his own right. He says that the Shafi'is, or the Shafi'is, they're very strict when it comes to three chapters in terms of, alright? In terms of as sirah Three chapters, you have to use the exact word. One is as salam And two is An-Nikah. Getting married. So the person actually has to say What? He has to use the word النكاح. He can't use any other word Or a, a, a word that has a synonym to it The same synonym Can't use any other word And the third chapter is الكتابة. When you're writing something down as, as proof or evidence Other chapters you can use words That are similar to it or in the ball range But these three chapters The chapters are very strict when it comes to the siga You have to use these exact words Alright so, when it comes to as-salam, we have how many pillars? Five pillars. The Muslim, the Muslimun ilayhi, the Muslimun fihi. Alright, Muslim is the buyer. Muslimun ilayhi is the seller. Correct? Muslimun fihi is the product. Number four is rasul mal, the actual capital money. And number five is what? al seerah agreement. Was it verbal, was it written? Now. invalid. According to them, it's valid. Of course, it's a correct opinion, but according to them, no, it's invalid because it has to be from both sides. And ijab asking, al-kabool, you have to accept it. So he says, I will buy, sell it. Yeah. Does the receipt count? Receipt does not count because it didn't come from the, it, came, it might have came from the seller, but it hasn't come from the buyer. The buyer didn't say nothing. Alright? No, you know, I had a question? Alright. So we understood the five pillars? Okay. These first five conditions that we took, and the next eight conditions that are coming up, what is the difference between both? The five conditions that we took, alright, that we took earlier, are the conditions of the seller. Alright? The condition of what is being sold, excuse me. So if you look at it, أَن يَكُونَ مَضْبُولَتًا The product that is being sold, description has to be accurate, alright? It cannot mix with any other categories or any other products, alright? It cannot enter a fire that alters the actual form of the product, alright? And it can't be anything that is specific, alright, from both sides. These five conditions that are mentioned here, are the conditions of the products, understood? Conditions of the third pillar. Understood? These conditions must be met for the third product to be sold. For the third pillar, I need the product. For it to be sold, these conditions must be met. Now, can you explain the specific part? Amen. So, for example, it cannot be specific meaning. You know how you're buying dates, right? And they're not present at the moment. You can't say, and the person is at a farm, I am going to buy these dates in a sell them form. These dates right here. You can't do that. That's oxymoron, that's contradicting. You can't say these dates and Set them. them. the product doesn't exist. Understood? So you cannot say that. So what I'm saying is the Shabis are very, very strict when it comes to wording, especially in transactions. Ain't You never listed the last two. Alright. The fourth one is salamtallahu kat. The fourth one is it cannot be what? It cannot be specific, as then it cannot be something that this though, as he says here in the book, or this car, or these dates, it can't be any of that. Aina. Wala min mu'ayyanin. Alright, it cannot be in a specific place, it he says here. In a specific place. Alright. Aina. So the point of it is, a settlement is something that doesn't exist. The last two are very, very similar. There's slight differences between both. They both come back to one thing that is general, and that is you cannot, all right, uh, say to a salem transaction, the product is specific. This specific product or that product that is present right then and there. Understood? A settlement cannot be something that is the the you specify at that moment. All right. The next eight conditions that the author mentions. Are the conditions of the actual contract, the contract of the salam? So the first five conditions are the conditions for the third pillar, the third pillar, which is the product. These next eight are the conditions for a salam. Is that clear? Qala rahmahullah na'am. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa baraka ala wa bhu'idha rahmatanil alameen wa ala alihi wa sahfihi
1: ajma'i. اللهم the first condition of the actual contract is you have to describe
0: the contract the actual product all right you have to describe everything about the products. Okay, what is a description? What is a valid description what is not? He mentions the blueprint for that. He says, If something alters the price of the product, you have to mention what it is. Understood? So for example, it's height. It's five feet tall, and it's over six feet tall. It's a huge difference, right? Usually in products, there's gonna be a difference in terms of pricing. But if it's both six feet tall, and one is black and the other is gray, is there usually a difference in pricing? Not really, when it comes to color, you don't have to mention the actual color in the description of a setup, for the most part. Unless that color affects the pricing. If one color is cheaper than the other, then it affects the pricing. Who can give me an example of a color that affects the pricing? I heard
1: red cars,
0: the insurance is more expensive. That's interesting. Where would you hear that from? You just hear things. You just hear things. <laughs> red cars. Huh? So the insurance are more expensive, but the actual car, you buy, buy a red car, black car, same model, same everything. Expensive. Same car, it'll be more expensive. So in that, you have to you have to mention the description. See, you have to mention the color. Understood? We'll give me another example. Yes. Uh,
1: like shoes, like different colors you go different
0: Definitely, different color shoes. I remember, like fifteen years ago, I wore uh, some starbursts back in the day. And some T-Max from back in the day Like I am talking about 50 years ago Starberries were A little orange and blue I don't know, they had a bunch of different colors I mean, you walk You can be seen from a mile away Alright And I remember, I forget what country But it was some country in the Middle East I accidentally put them on And it caused some problems I'll tell you guys the story another time It caused a little problems <laughs> Anyways, obviously shoes what about what about printing? Big difference, right? Black, black, and white, and color. Huge difference. So, if color usually it doesn't have, but if it doesn't, it doesn't have. Uh, it doesn't change the prices, but if it does, you have to mention the color. Understood? That's just an example. Height, width, mentions, weight, all of that must be mentioned. Anything that will alter the price, you must mention. Anything that doesn't alter the price, you don't have to mention it. But definitely, the more description you give, the better. All right. Number two. No. All right. When yet al Those who have the Shakmusa uh, uh version. What does it say? When yet رَهُ بِمَعْ يَنْفِي بِكَسْرِ الْجِيمِ بِفَتْحِ الْجِيمِ Alright, الجهالة or الجهالة الجهالة, right? والله Al الجهالة Alright, anyways وَأَنْ يَذْكُرَ قَدْهُ بِمَعْ يَنْفِي الْجَهَالَةَ عَنْهُمْ Alright, very similar to the first, but the difference is you have to mention how much it is in terms of weight, so for example, you, you, for example, you're buying dates. You have to mention the actual weight. The difference between the first and the second is the actual description of the product. It tastes like this. It's like this. You know, it's wrong. Whatever. This one you actually have to mention its width, either wesnan or Kaidun. Its width or dimensions. Okay. Hang on. Um, number three. وَإِن Alright, all right. you have to mention Alright, when you will receive the product The date must be mentioned Alright A lot of scholars, they say the month is enough Alright Some scholars, they say you have to mention the actual day Alright والله أعلم The more specific you get, the better And you have to mention a date Ain't so we have three conditions. One, you have to mention its description. All right so the, what description? To the point that it doesn't alter the price. Two, you have to mention how much it is in terms of weight or in terms of dimension, depending on whether it's Western or okay. Number three, you have to mention the due date, when it will be, when the product will be received. July of 2020, for example. Now, number
1: four. <laughs>
0: all right number four we can't guarantee anything only thing guaranteed in life is what is' death all right it's the only thing guaranteed in life but for the most part for the most part okay you can find this product at this time is all right for example, if the guy tells you I'm gonna sell you some dates for a setup in December 2020. <laughs> Does that make sense? Dates come out in the winter. No, they don't come out in winter. That's after that contract is invalid. It's invalid. Why? Because something that is not possible. All right. Unless something happens, that's not something that's possible. Dates can usually come out during spring, summer, around then. All right. So it has to be something that could be delivered uh, most likely. Nah. Number
1: five. Alright, and you
0: have to mention the location. Why the location? Why is the location a big deal? Who can tell me why? All the other things are understandable, but the location. Fifth condition is the location. You have to mention the location where it's going to be delivered. Why is the location a big deal? Because usually when you're dealing with a setup, It's usually products that are large, right? Not something that is simple. For the most part, especially in the old days, if it's agricultural. So it's something that has to be delivered. And is delivery for free? Delivery might cost some money. And extra money, does it have an effect on the contract? Yes, it does. So the scholars, they divide the location in terms of its obligation into two. Let's write this down. In terms of its obligation into two. One, if the place where the contract is occurring, is a place that could be delivered, in which the product could be delivered. Okay? It's a place where the product could be delivered. In the second type, it's a place that the product cannot be delivered. Yeah, and where you're signing the contract, let's say it happens right here in the message. Is that a valid contract? No. Why? Huh? You can't do any transactions in the mission. Excellent. No transactions allowed on the mission. So, can you buy something off your phone while you're in the message? You Buy off something off Amazon, or do you have to step out? Huh? Where are you signing the contract? Amen. Okay, if you're in these little offices or classrooms. Alright, can you buy something off the offices or the classrooms? Can you do that? Alright, that's another issue. What is a masjid and what's not a masjid? See, all of these issues are connected. And that is for you. One, one, one issue is connected to another issue. Another issue is connected to another issue. The scholars, they discuss what is considered a masjid. A Bash in the year 794 has a whole book regarding this. Ilam Sajid bi الْمَسَاجِدِ al-masajid. Alright, he mentions what is a masjid and what is not a masjid and the rulings and the etiquettes and the adab and so on and so forth. Alright? So some scholars they say the hallways and the classrooms and they're not part of the masjid. And others they say no, it is part of the masjid. So depending on which opinion that is mentioned. Okay? As far as. Buying and selling in the mission—that's not a law. Buying and selling in the mission—that's not a law. But let's say outside of the mission, a parking lot—is that a place in which something is deliverable? Yes or no? Parking lot in the mission. Deliverable, right? It's deliverable for the most part, all right. But sometimes some products cannot be delivered to a parking lot. Maybe they need to be refrigerated. Correct. Whatever it may be. The point is, if if the place is a place in which the thing or the product could be delivered, then it is not an obligation to mention the place or the location. Clear? The problem arises if that place where the contract is signed, the product cannot be delivered there. Then, you look at the actual product. Is it something that is able to be delivered? Or is it something not, that can't be delivered and that costs a lot of money, in terms of money we're talking here, all right? We already established that this place where the contract is signed, the product cannot be delivered, all right? We look at, it. because of the change of location, the location has to change. Will that cost extra money and extra label? Sometimes it's not extra money, it's just extra label, all right? If it costs extra money or extra labor, that is obligatory to mention the location so the person can prepare for it and the person can what? Can discuss, you know, and uh, the, the actual terms of the contract. Are you guys with me? So very, very simple. I'm gonna get to you inshallah. Alright? Very, very simple. In terms of the location, if the place where the contract is signed is deliverable, alright, you don't have to mention the location. If it's not deliverable, if there is a labor cost or actual financial cost, then you have to mention the location. If there's not, you don't have to mention location. Very clear? Understand? So that is where the importance of location comes. Okay? If dates, for example, nowadays simple, you can you know, put things in the refrigerator dates in the refrigerator and ship them. Alright, they have to go through some screening and some a process and so on. And it has to be clear about both governments. Any. But in the old days where it was not possible for a person to deliver dates, for example, and for it to keep its same, yeah, I mean, same nice taste, right? Then that has to be the location has to be mentioned because these, these dates are different now, all right? So that's the importance of of of, of location. These past conditions, what are the del- what is the delete for? These five conditions that we just mentioned, are there a delete for these conditions or the or do these authors just write anything they want? Abi Shujaa? did he just put these conditions put together? Or did he have a daleel for it? Alright? All of these conditions, they go back to one daleel. It is the daleel for, who, who for As-Salam. Who remembers the daleel for As-Salam? Who remembers? Huh? Last huh? Yes? Second to last ayah. Second to last ayah. What, is, what ayah is that? Ayatul huh? din what verse is that? Ya ayyuhal aladina amanu, ida tadayatum bidainim ila ajalin musamma, faaktubu. Alright, faaktubu. Ila ajalil musamma. The actual location, alright, goes back to the time. Alright, the actual, you know, it being present for the most part goes back to the time. All right? The location, all right? Or the due date goes back to the time. Or the descriptions, all right, goes back to what? Faktubu. It all goes all these all these conditions go back to that ayah. Now, if you look at bab al muamilat chapter of transactions, you don't see much adillah. It's not like the chapter of worship, chapter of worship for every single thing you have to Mention one thing, there's a mention another in terms of the chapter of transactions, huh? it's not a lot. You won't find a lot of dealings. All of the adilah in the Quran and the Sunnah regarding the chapter of transactions can be compiled very, very little. They're not a lot. And that is why the chapter of transactions is actually a bit harder. And that is because to come up with a verdict, it requires what? It requires ishtihad. You have to be very strong when it comes to faith. And that is why you cannot study fiqh without having a school of thought. Maybe you can go through the chapter of worship. Might be, maybe. But even then, it's tough. But once you get, you hit the chapter of transactions, no way. And that is why one of them he said, and I mentioned this before, what did he say? In terms of those who do not follow or do not study school of thought. He says, "Allah مَذْهَبِيَّ He tweeted, he said, The people do not follow a school of thought. Alright? They're pretty good when it comes to chapter worship. But when they come to the chapter transactions, they start looking at each other. And then they leave. Because you won't find much adillah. Where are you going to find these conditions? How hard was it for the scholars to extract these conditions from that? From the Qur'an and the sunnah. Very, very tough. And i was your question. I was
1: going
0: to ask, um, would you come to courtyards? Are you part of the masjid? Ah, uh-huh. now. So Allahu ala, the courtyards, if the masjid gets full, the courtyards are part of the, the masjid. But if the masjid is not full, very tough to say the courtyards are part of the masjid. People still pray, People still pray on it. That is why some of the Mashaykh they say you do not get the 1000 ajab if you pray in the courtyard. The Prophet ﷺ, he said in the hadith of Abi Hurairah, narrated by Bukhari Muslim, Salatun fi masjidi in my masjid. He said the masjid. And if the lines are not filled up, you're kind of outside of the masjid. Goes back to the same concept, is courtyard part of the masjid or not? But even then, the lines are not what? The lines are not connected. Ain't <laughs> Alright, it's like a thousand prayers except and all of the, compared to all the other masjids except in Masjid al-Haram. Masjid al-Haram is how much? A hundred thousand. So if you pray in Masjid al-Nabawi, how many prayers do you get? One prayer equals a thousand prayers. A thousand prayers, you do the math, that's about seven months. One prayer, you get seven months of prayer. SubhanAllah. It's very sad to see some people come for Amr and they're sleeping in the hotel. Man! They come, they pay that much money. They're there in Medina for three days, and they sleep through Dhuhr and Asr. It you know happens. <laughs> and then Maghrib, they catch up third rak'ah. And Isha, they're there, you know, just, you know, they're just there. And Fajr, they're just up all night. They're praying two and a half prayers. SubhanAllah. They paid all this money and they only prayed, they, on they only prayed two prayers. Seven months of prayer on the line. my God only prayed two or three prayers. Isn't that embarrassing? Alright? In fact, there's another hadith narrated by Ibn Majah. Scholars is different in terms of, in terms of authenticity, but al mundhiri Rahimahullah, Imam al mundhiri Abdul Azim, was a scholar from the 7th century, passed in the year 656, which is the same year where Baghdad was sacked by the Tatar. Alright? Al-Mundiri wrote the book, at tarrib with tarrib Imam al-Mundiri rahimahullah ta'ala, he, he mentions that this hadith in Ibn Majah is a hasan hadith. Alright? This hadith states that the Prophet sallallahu said that a prayer in Masjid al-Nabawi is equal to 50,000 prayers. A prayer in Masjid al-Nabawi is equal to how much? 50,000. Now, Allahu alam, if the hadith is correct, then alhamdulillah, and we're not even talking 7 months We're talking about 7 months times Allah is half a masjid al-halaq Right? And if it's still a thousand There's still, still a lot of You know That's a lot of there's a lot of marak That's a lot of nuggets right there A lot of ajal In the aflal Bank account is full in the afil. If a person has sincerity And prays their prayer Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts their prayer Aina So Uh the point is, the courtyards all right? There's but definitely, if the masjid is not filled up, do not pray in the courtyards. And a lot of times what happens is, people peep, they look into the masjid, they see the masjid full in the back. So they just pray in the courtyards. When reality, is not the case. You keep going forward, there's a lot of space in the middle. Rarely does it get full. Maybe during Hajj, during Ramallah, and even Ramallah maybe like you know, during Tarawih times, that's about it. Masjid Nabi, you always find space alright the roof the roof is definitely better than the alright the roof is definitely better than outside the courtyard correct or not it the roof is closer than the courtyard ain't that correct if you have a choice between the message is full alright is it better to pray in the roof or in the courtyard huh uh, that's a good question it better to pray in the courtyard or is it better to pray in the roof? It's
1: It's more chance of being part of the It's not huh?
0: But the mission is full. If the mission is not full, obviously, roof. No question. But the mission is full. The lines are connected. Still better? Why?
1: is the same thing as the roof? <laughs>
0: How about a drop of Hanbali dying? Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali passed away in the year 795. In his famous book, Al-Qawaid al-Faqriya. One of the first qawaid he mentions is Al-Ardu or Al-Hawa tabaun bil-qara. He says that the air all right, follows the ground. What do you think about that? And he mentions that that, and he explained to me. What you gotta say about that? Is it the same thing? (laughs) So if somebody's on top, alright? He's on the second floor. He's he's equal to the guy on the bottom. Correct? Is he gonna be the same as the guy who's outside of the courtyard all the way in the back? No, no, the no. Regular masjid, that's definitely better. We're talking about the courtyard or the second, roof, the second floor? The roof. Yeah, there's also khilaf
1: when the courtyard isn't a part of the masjid.
0: No, when the masjid is full, there's no khilaf. Obviously, you have to pray in the courtyard. Okay. The masjid is full. Is it better to pray in the courtyard or is it better to pray in the roof? <laughs> and, we're not talking about the horizontal courtyards. Horizontal. We're talking about the vertical ones. Then you're praying the back. The horizontal, you just, you, you see what I'm trying to say? So we're talking about the verticals. So vertical versus roof. Well, that's a nice issue. Let's go research it. Alright? Right. Ibn Rajab, he says, Al-Hawa taba'un lil That the air follows the ground. So, Allah uh, Alaihi <inaudible> So when the message is not full, the courtyard is not considered by the message, but the roof is still part of the message, right? Yes. No, no, no. If it's if you can't go to the roof, the masjid is not full. You don't go to the roof until unless the masjid is full. The question is here, if the masjid is full, do you go to the roof or do you go to the courtyard? Which one is? Yes, you are. But the masjid is the asl. The origin is the masjid. The top is what? The asl.
1: not allowed for you to do it at that
0: time what makes it different from the one that if, you, if you did it is the message
1: is full but let's say it's not full it's not full. Let's say it's
0: not full don't go to the roof and don't go to the courtyard Why not do I know it's not
1: the that's a good question because
0: because you do not relegate to the hawa unless the qara is full okay let me ask you something let me ask you something Tawaf, alright? There's khilaf between the scholars. Can you do tawaf on the second floor and third floor? Some scholars, although they're a minority, they say you cannot do tawaf on the second floor or third floor. abad or even sa'i. They deny it. If the the tawaf in the middle, if you have wheelchairs as an exception, just put wheelchairs to the side. Allah gave you two healthy legs. Are you gonna go to the middle and it's not full? and you go to the second floor, you don't go to the second floor unless the middle is full. Now tawaf is a bit easier when it comes to sal- compared to saw Although the Prophet it did say, hadith narrated by hakim, hadith of Ibn Abbas Prophet he said, Illa Allah kalam. tawaf is like prayer. He said that Allah ta'ala allowed all right, for, for speech uh, to be used in, in tawaf. Although well, this hadith, some scholars have, have, have declared it as weak. But tawaf definitely is, is easier when it comes to a salah.
1: So
0: you're telling me right now, let's say this masjid had a second floor. Okay, I can pray, one line can pray here, and a lion can pray in the second floor. That's tough. Saqf. 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 Tough. There's nothing like the ground. Alright? Anyways, the qu- the question is the courtyard outside or the roof? Which one takes precedence? We're not talking about horizontal because horizontal is connected. We're talking about vertically. How did we get into this? Amen. We left transactions and we went into a whole different country. Anyways, uh, going back to the class. Alright? Is number, number six that the price must be identified. We must know the exact price. How much does it actually cost? How much does it actually cost? So the salam, for us to know what a salam is, we have to know its exact cost. One, alright? When we say exact cost and exact price, is very very important, alright? You can't have a, uh, an exact price. All right The last two conditions Number seven Before that If the brothers who have the Musa Fervor Version Musa's verb, uh, verb is a version If you guys look into the Arabic version I noticed this Does it have Does it have that? Mentioned is the English, but the Arabic, I have, I have, I have my doubts. Wa Does it have it? We do not see it, right? So everybody who has the Musa Ferber, uh, the Musa Ferber's uh, uh, printer edition, add that. Maybe we can send it to the Sheikh so that it can be edited from now on. Right? This is one of the benefits of having different prints. Some of you guys have Majid al-Hamawish prints. Some of you guys have a superb print. This is one of the benefits. When we have different prints in a class, one of the benefits is we identify the mistakes. Because there could be printing mistakes, there could be some thought. It's not the intention of the, of, the, of the publisher or the author or whoever may be. Mistakes. Alright? Well, that's why we're insan. We're human beings. <laughs> Alright? Insan? That's why the whole word is given insan. Because he forgets a lot So let, let's send this uh, to Sheikh Musa And tell him that the Arabic version of Bab Skips the sixth condition And that is Alright, let's write this down And we'll maybe contact him And tell him maybe the future prints When they come from Amazon You include this little part Alright, these, these four words this, this is amanah It's a trust, right Of an author's words So we have to take this seriously Alright, number seven. Before they disperse, they have to what? The money must be given. The money must be given. Okay? And must be taken. It can't just be given. It must be what? Taken. Is there a difference between giving money and taking money? There's a difference? What's the difference? How would the difference be? I'll give you the cash, you took the cash right then and there. Give the cast the person, they might not take it, they might not do it. No, but you give it all, it your hand. The person has to, person has to confirm it, basically. You can put it on the table. You put it on the table? That's not giving it, you actually give it to them. think a little bit more modern. Oh, the credit card. Close. Very close. A, a little more explanation. Can check? Jack, uh, you guys are hitting around the ball ring, but what, what's the... cash, up, cash, up. cash app, okay. You guys are using the terms, but tell me what is the actual... You got to make sure the money is in your account. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're close. You're getting even closer. Uh, huh? The time, what about the time? Uh, All right, so you send the money, but it hasn't reached to the other person. Yeah. Zell, it says sometimes a few minutes. I don't know how cash app works, but I'm pretty sure a couple minutes or something, right? Or is it simultaneously? Instantly, right? Yeah. No. Checks take some time.
1: Instant, they, they, charge Instant they charge
0: you free. Okay, you see that. So instantly, you got to pay a fee, right? So uh, that fee, let's say you pay it. Or you don't pay that fee. Alright? Another example. Another example is checks. I remember this happened to a brother. He was given a check. He went to go cash the check. There's no money in the account. I love that. Embarrassing. They gave him another check. Uh, that second check, <laughs> no money again. The third time, he, bought, he didn't even bother asking. So when you, cash, when you take the check, alright? You give the check to a person. He took it, alright? Is that enough? There's a difference between a check and a card, Kwani. There's a huge difference. A check, according to the modern day they say a check is taken. So if you write them a check and they take it, that's taking the money. But when you send them the money from a card to an account, it has to actually be physically in the account. Why the difference between both? Because this check represents uh, a bank or represents a whatever. All right. So when this person has money, he can actually he can actually use it. All right. Uh, na'am, there are some scholars that dispute this matter, but wallahu alam, checks are allowed. Once you give a person a check, if they take that check, that's good enough. Later on, if there's no money, faddal. later on, if there's no money, alright, in that check account, alright, then it can be disputed, it can be taken to court session, so on and so forth. But you have to give the money and they have to what? They have to receive the money. That is very important for a salam. It's still not, that's not the case, we'll get to that, inshallah, in a little bit. Let's finish the last one inshallah we'll, be, we'll get to the questions. The last condition is that it has to be on the spot. The contract has to be what on the spot. There cannot be any conditions. There cannot be. If you guys remember in the last chapter we studied something called. all right? basically what is known as today as a warranty. All right? You cannot give a warranty on a settlement can't give a warranty on a sediment, is that clear? You can't stipulate conditions on a sediment, period. It has to be on the spot. July 2020, 10,000 kilograms for $2,000. you can't say if after three days it gets rotten. None of that works. All right, very clear? All right, لَا There cannot be any conditions. All right, and there cannot, it has to be on the spot. Alright, some of you guys may say, okay, as-salam, what about al-istisna'a? Remember we said al is what? As-salam is agricultural for the most part. But as sal is what? manufacturing. We said that manufacture doesn't have the same rulings as? a salam necessarily, although they are very, very similar. Alright, and sometimes it comes under, Okay. One of the conditions that uh, Isisna doesn't have is giving the money. You don't have to give the money. Another condition is that you don't have to have a warranty. Alright, you guys with me? You don't have to have a warranty. Or the opposite. Come on guys, you guys with me? You guys heard what I just said? What I just said didn't even make sense. Ah, (laughs) you gotta be attentive. Alright. For an istisna', you can have a warranty. But for a sedum, you cannot have a warranty. Clear difference? Alright, so what's an example of an istisna'? Manufacturing a car, for example, or phone, whatever it may be. You can have a warranty on that. Even before it exists. But for a sedum, you cannot. And this shows you that a sedum and istisna', although they are very similar in terms of the way the contract is done, there's a huge difference between both. Alright? And it is the opinion of the Hanafis. We said that the Shafi's they don't even allow us to snap. And they considered a part of the setup. It's not meaning the way it's set up today in many Islamic countries. So al the remember I told you guys from the beginning, it's very hard to be a Shafi'i, hardcore Shafi'i in the chapter transactions. Because they're a when it comes to Bab al-Amirat. Right? To the point that one of our Mashai'ith, Subban knows, one of our Mashai'ith, He says that you cannot buy a book that is covered by plastic. You buy it, that transaction is invalid. Why is that? Anybody know? What was that, one of the conditions? Interesting. Never heard that before. But that's very interesting. We'll discuss it inshallah next week. Sallallahu alaihi wa sallam Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.